All right, Rad Dadders, we're back with episode five of season two. We're going to talk about Valentine's Day. Yes, how to romance the little lady or your partner. Or your partner, whatever you, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. But before we get there, we just want to give a big thank you out to Amster's Prospect Tavern in Waldwick, New Jersey, hooking us up tonight with some really good pub grub. Fantastic. It was awesome. If you like grilled cheeses... I su- highly suggest theirs. It is out of the park. Uh, the mozzarella sticks, or I think they call them, what do they call it? It's not mozzarella sticks. They call it mo- mozzarella bites, are phenomenal homemade. And the uh, the cheesesteak egg rolls, oh my God. Yeah. I, Talk I, I, about a fantastic egg roll. If you never had a cheesesteak egg roll, egg roll before, oh my God. We wrapped it all up with a little beignets oh, off the special menu. Absolutely delicious. Oh, you can't forget about the artichoke. The artichoke, too. Yeah, it was very good. Beignets wrapped it up with some chocolate. So if you happen to be in the Bergen County area and you are hungry, highly suggest Amster's Prospect Tavern in Waldwick. Definitely agree. I'll definitely be ordering from there more. They've recently pumped up their social media initiative and, and redesigned their website. So it's looking good. Just in time for Super Bowl. Let's start with Romance and the Little Lady. What do you have planned for the misses? <laughs> you put me on the spot here. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't have anything planned. Nothing? I, you know what? I typically don't plan anything for Valentine's Day because if it was a, a different time, like other than uh, COVID, the restaurants, they, they get crowded. They bang you over the head. They rush you out. So I, it's either we do something like the weekend before, like this weekend, or we do like the weekend after. We'll go out to a nice dinner. But as far as on Valentine's Day itself, I really don't do anything. Maybe flowers, you know, I'll buy flowers, maybe okay. cook a little nice dinner. Are you buying roses or are you doing tulips or what type of flower guy are you? See, I won't do the roses. No? The, Places charge five dollars a rose around. Like starting this weekend, yeah, a dozen roses will probably cost you sixty bucks. That's crazy. I ain't, yeah, I ain't doing it. I cut one from the backyard. <laughs> Who's done, backyard? Done and done. We, we got twenty four inches of snow yesterday right, and the day before. That's true. So I got to dig it out. <laughs> I I have rose vines. I don't have the actual roses that come with what, it. What about you? What do you do uh, for the little lady on Valentine's Day? Uh, so you're the romantic out of the, out of the duo of us. So I, I'm not the one you should be asking about Valentine's <laughs> Day plants. Um, for me, it's so Sal gave me shit in season one. If you didn't listen to it about not doing flowers and, you know, we, we talked about this, that I really haven't bought flowers. So I'm thinking, you know, year 11, 12, Whoa, you're going to buy flowers. May buy some Whoa. flowers, may get more than one rose. It did so, fucking snow 25 inches. It did. It's supposed to snow, snow some more uh, this weekend. So uh, maybe I, I'm thinking about it. Um, no, no presents, though, because February is also my wife's birthday. So, you know, it comes. It's pretty much 10 days afterwards. It is 10 days afterwards. So she's either going to get stiffed for Valentine's Day or her birthday. Or both. <laughs> I, true anti-romantic over here. Um <laughs> No, she'll definitely get a birthday present. I, I have that queued up, waiting for the credit card uh, bill to, to clear, to clear oh, yeah. and then uh, and then we'll take care I, of it. I don't do that. I just buy it. I know yeah. the I know the credit card bill is going to clear anyway, so I just add more to it. Yeah, the credit card bill is going to clear no matter what, but I'd spread it out a little bit. Spread in the love. Oh, so if you happen to be in the Bergen County area for uh, Valentine's Day, Amster's Prospect Tavern makes a fantastic bar pie, and they'll be making it in the shape of a heart that day. That's right. They sent a, that to us uh, earlier today where they're going to make it in the shape of a heart 
And it's pretty cool. The dough's in the shape of a heart, and it's outlined with pepperoni around the edges. That is pretty cool. Pretty pretty interesting. I thought I thought that was a little bit inventive and a nice twist on the heart themed pizzas. So if you don't have anywhere to be on Valentine's Day and looking for some delicious food, I suggest the Amsters. That'd be a good place. Make to go. a reservation. <laughs> tell them the rad dad sent you. Yeah, tell them the rad dad sent you. Tell them Lodge Marge sent you. I highly suggest. Remember that? Yes. Big adventure. I highly suggest, though, uh, if you're de- if you're in the in the Bergen County area, I would really highly suggest getting takeout from from uh, Prospect Tavern, Hamsters. It is good food, really good food. They have a great chef, and it's. I've been going there for years. I honestly didn't th- even think about doing takeout until I think it was a week ago or two weeks ago, and when I looked up their website, and the food's amazing. So. Highly recommended. Kudos and thank you again for the food. Yes. So that that's our big bit on Valentine's Day. We got no plans. I don't have any plans. I mean, look, I got three girls too. So anything that involves the wife is going to involve the three girls too. So you so, buying them all candy? You have to buy them all candy. Yeah, right? I'll do like the. Uh, so every year, every year for the past like five years, is Valentine's Day. There's like this. This little heart, I think it's Russell Stouffer's. Yeah. A little Russell Stouffer's heart with like five or six pieces of chocolates. Yeah. And it's got a um, uh, a teddy bear on it. So that that's what I've been getting, and they, and they love it. Dude, the, the other day, I don't know how this topic came up, but uh, they were talking about who's the cool parent. Yeah, did you win? <laughs> that didn't go so well for my wife. Look, oh, yeah. I am not going to take credit. My wife does a lot with the girls. Yeah. A lot. She makes, you know, crafts, takes them places than I do. So I got the I got the cool parent award from the kids. Who's the disciplinarian between the two of you? Me. Really? Yeah. I'd be surprised if the kids gave me the cool parent award. I just don't think it's happening. Come on, you're a rad dad. I am a rad dad. But you heard them tonight. Yes. So they said you're not cool. I said I'm not cool. So we'll we'll see about that. Rob, are you trying to eat the microphone? I am trying to take a picture of me with my eating the microphone. With yes, apparently I'm trying to eat the microphone. No, I'm trying to take a picture because I broke my microphone and I'm showing people I'm holding it up. But it's obviously not going so well. So I'm giving up now because this goes back to multitasking that me and Sal were talking about last episode, two episodes ago, maybe a future episode. I don't know. We talked about it in the past recording past. I don't know where it's falling in, in our season, though. <laughs> we have a couple episodes that are already recorded that are going to drop in the next couple of weeks, but we had to slip this one in. Wow, that sounded bad. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Rob. So, so we've established that both you and I uh, have no plans for Valentine's Day. So let's talk about what you used to do. Before you had kids, what did you do for Valentine's Day? Did you do anything? I wined and dined and... Sixty nine. <laughs> I thought I was curious if he was going to finish it. He couldn't resist. So um, you know, even back then, I, I I got tired of the whole restaurant thing and 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 just getting crowded and not being able to get reservations, rushing you out the door, charging you stupid money. You know, just because it's a it's a, I mean, it's a Hallmark holiday, right? Yep. It's not even. But a- after like the first couple of years when we were dating, I, we got tired of the whole thing, and I would just cook. I would make a. Uh, a nice meal. That's my guilty pleasure. I love to cook. It would be candlelights. Awesome. How about what did you do back in the day? Not, not much of anything? No. I, I told you. That's not, that's not my game. That's not my jam. You're a dud, bro. That's not my jam. Come on. No, it was usually um, took 
my wife out to dinner, my my girlfriend at the time, fiance, whatever, whatever it was on our on our journey. Not a cook. So the most I cooked when we were dating is stir fry. I'm really good <laughs> at stir fry. Really good. Really? Yeah. You Not throw just... chicken and vegetables in a pot, and you throw some soy sauce on it. It's amazing. <laughs> make some rice. I am the champ at stir fry. <laughs> I can make like five things. Stir fry being one of them. Tuna salad being another. And I've been messing around with the chickpea thing recently. Uh, so a trick to a tuna salad without don't use the mayonnaise. If you like avocado, use yeah. avocado instead. I do have a uh, I do have a confession to make. Um, when I was in I think college, I was working at a local deli. Where's this going? No, it's just, it's Valentine's related. I was working at a local deli, and one of the brothers he says, "Hey, I'm going to buy flowers. It was Valentine's Day. You want me to buy some for your mom?" I said, "Yeah, twenty bucks, a dozen roses." I was like, "It's great." I said, "Where'd you get them from?" He goes, gas station right up the block. <laughs> when I tell you, they were the longest lasting roses I've ever bought. They lasted three, two and a half, three weeks. Wow. And the stuff you buy today. You know what I traditionally do? The other thing I traditionally do is more of the the fruit. So like the like the fruit baskets or something like that where So like an edible arrangement? Yeah, edible arrangement. I was trying to remember what the hell the company was called. Yeah. I usually <laughs> buy like you, you like strawberries the, by Joan or something like you that. You go to the farmer's market and get no, a fruit salad for 10 bucks. <laughs> no, I don't do that. But it's usually like the next, like Sherry's Berries or something like you dri- that. You drizzle a little hot fudge on it <laughs> yeah. and say, here's your chocolate covered fruit salad. I made it myself. <laughs> Eat at your own risk. Wow, you're, you're a romantic, romantic, Rob. I think I did one time when me and my wife were dating. I think one time I did send her roses or, or flowers to her work. Oh, that's when it's that's that's when it's yeah. Big. So that's that that's when big. you send it to their work. Yeah. So because everyone else is like, hey, who sent you roses? Exactly. I you know when you're dating, you, you gotta win other half over. Once you're married, <laughs> I mean, you what? you're dealing it's with that o- person. It's over. You're dealing with that person day in day it's out. It's over, John. There's, de- there's no winning winning them over. If you if you didn't win them over. You'd be in a whole different situation. Ah, but come on, you, you gotta you gotta be the romantic type. You, you do. Know? You gotta keep the you got to keep the romance going. But the re- I, I sound like such an asshole on this episode. <laughs> you don't sound like one. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you gotta keep it going. And I, I just don't find, and I don't think you would do either. I don't find Valentine's Day is the day that you do it. No. I feel like Valentine's Day. To your point, the restaurants are overpriced. They have a fixed price menu. They gouge you for money. Whereas if you go the day after, the same menu is there. It's like half the price. Yeah. And you can order whatever the hell you want. Yep. Because when, when it's a fixed price, that means, or a set menu, that means they're only making that and you don't have a choice in, in what you can eat. I'd rather go out the day after, day before, whatever. Same thing you were kind of saying. But in all honesty, all jokes aside, usually I buy my wife something, usually candy, to be honest, or Sherry's Berries or something. I don't buy edible arrangements because I haven't had great experiences with them. Really? Yeah, I the, the couple times I I've tried to order them, they end up not showing up. Like last year, it didn't show up. Really? Yeah, and I was so pissed. I was I like, thought maybe you didn't like the chocolate covered banana. No, I don't. I don't like that. But there there is one in the town over from us where you can pick it up in Midland Park. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've gone there to do it, but I'll never have it delivered because it's a disaster every time. And, and I, this year, I'm gonna say I'm gonna have to agree with, as far as delivery I, I haven't had a bad experience with with um, edible arrangements deliveries i do get the person he or she calls me on their way hey i'm on my way so then 
It's because I was sending my I was sending my parents a uh, a uh, edible arrangement. I think it was my mom, and um, the woman called me. I was like, all right, great, thanks for letting me know you're on your way. Let me just make a call, make sure my parents are home, and you could deliver. Thank God she called me because my parents weren't home. I wanted it to be a surprise for my mom. I, I didn't tell my mom she needed to be home. Uh, but she said, all right, I got other deliveries I can make. I'll make you the last stop, which was cool. And she wound up making the delivery anyway. So some of the drivers are a little more difficult to deal with, but this one was great. Now that we've discussed Valentine's Day, we got to discuss. you're a dud. We gotta discuss. We have to discuss the holiday that comes before Valentine's Day. Super Bowl Sunday. Oh yes, yes, that yes. is the holiday, right? In yes. February. You know they've been pushing for years to have that Monday off. It should be. Or why don't they just move it to Saturday? I never understood that. Don't why know. don't they move? Because it's Bowl? prime time, and I, I don't know. They also do it at like six thirty-seven, which is crazy. Because I, I would love for my kids to watch the whole Super Bowl. They they have to go to bed when you weren't a parent. It didn't matter. Like you could go out, you could go hang out with your friends until whatever time. Oh my God, those were yeah some brutal days. But now, yeah, some Mondays brutal Mondays. <laughs> but that's apparently the most called out Monday um, of the year. Yes, is that is that Monday? But with kids, it kind of changes the game. Like me and my wife were talking, and I was like, "You want to do something? You want to not do something?" She's like, "You want to do something?" And I was like, "Yes, I do." And to be honest. I don't even know why I want to do something. It's just always, you know, you always do something. You always have like friends you get together. You do it for like maybe halftime or something. But this year it's like, let's just sit at home and watch yeah. it. Like get some chips, get some salsa, make it, make it a, a night. The kids can hang out, stay up a little bit later. So that's one thing. Cause I always used to do something for, well, we always used to do something for Super Bowl. And one thing my, my wife always fought me about was we're leaving at halftime. I said, well, if we leave at halftime, we're missing the commercials. So we may as well stay for the commercials <laughs> and then leave. But then we're going to miss the game. <laughs> so we wound up staying for the whole game uh, most of the times. Commercials aren't... So there's some big sponsors pulling out this year. Yeah. They're not, they're not what they used to be. That's true, but I think... So sometimes you get some good ones, but this year specifically, I think some of the bigger sponsors... So I know Budweiser isn't doing a, a Clydesdale advertisements from what i heard so it's a big big thing they've been doing it for like 20 yeah, years 25 yeah. years and i and i forget if it's pepsi or coke one of them isn't doing um commercial either so very interesting that there's a pretty big change in in how commercials are being um i always look forward to the dorito commercials those are freaking hysterical but yeah it's a shame that they're pulling out but i guess given what the the 30 second or 60 second time slot would cost for a million dollars or whatever it is. It's got to be more than that. I don't know. Usually you can look it up, but it's, it's pretty expensive. Budweiser, Coke, and Pepsi will not be airing. Um, oh, I was right. Yeah, Budweiser, Coke, and Pepsi. They're not. They're not. That, yeah. But Pepsi still has the halftime show. So they may not be launching a commercial, but they're going to have a halftime show. Which kind of. Uh, who, who, who's performing? Who was it last year? J-Lo was there. Sh Shakira was there because they sung together. Yeah. Shakira and J-Lo. Debbie Gibson. So the Shania weekend. Twain. Do you know who the weekend is? No. Yeah, he's performing. Oh, great. Last year was J Lo and Shakira. Oh no, Debbie Gibson and Shania Twain or I don't know who, who else is going to. I don't know who else is going to show up. Who's the weekend? I don't know. And they're playing on the weekend. Look at that. Yeah. So back to romancing the little lady. Romancing the little lady. So have you, you ever thought about going to? Have you ever done dinner, movie, and like a hotel room? Dinner, movie, and a hotel room. I mean. <laughs> 
It's either yes or no, Rob. Oh my God. No, I have not. Dude, there were so many times that my wife and I would say we'll do dinner in a movie. By the time we were done with dinner, we're like, yeah, let's just go home. Yeah. Well, like, hold on. What about the hotel room? Uh, that, that, ha- that happened a few times. I actually, uh, it was pretty cool. One year, this was years and years and years ago. I was working and uh, it was going to be an overnight stint. I wasn't prepared to, to, to stay down there. I didn't have extra clothes with me. So my wife at the time, she's like, I'll bring you clothes. So she came down, went out to dinner. We did a movie and we had the hotel room. There you <laughs> so, go. I mean, that's not, but that's not what you were insinuating when you, when no, you said no, no, that. No, no, no. Um, <clears throat> have I ever done dinner movie in a, in a hotel room? No, but I have, to be honest, done what you, what you said, did dinner. And then we're like, yeah, we're not doing the movie. <laughs> Either you ate too much, you were too tired. You had too much to drink and you're like, let's just go home. Food coma. Yeah. Let's just go home and relax. I mean, but I feel like that's more prevalent when you get married. Like I didn't feel like I had that problem before I had kids and was married. I think when, when I got older, like after going to dinner, you were like, all right, I'm tired now. Like we'll walk around after dinner and we'll get coffee. And then we're like, yeah, like we don't even want to have a drink. Our thing is we'll go out, have dinner. And then in one of the towns near us, there's, there's a couple of nice coffee, little coffee shops. So we'll stop. We'll go get a coffee and sit in that park in the main center. and just walk around. And just people watch. Nice. I'd almost Pe- rather do people that. People stalk? People watch. Whatever. Um, especially now, I'm not going into a bar. I, I Very, very rarely will I go into a bar and sit down and have a drink. Uh, can you? I don't think. Uh, no, apparently you can't. We learned that. Oh. Remember this weekend? Yes, yes. We were told? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So you, you can't even do that um, according to the rules currently in our I w- state. I wonder what uh, they're going to do for Super Bowl. Are bars allowed to be open? So as of right before this episode, they're increasing the capacity from 25 to 35%. No. And they are eliminating the curfew, curfew. which is currently at 10 p.m., which I didn't even know. I mean, it's amazing how that happens, yeah, huh? It's amazing. Right, be- right before the Super Bowl. It has nothing to do with money, does it? <laughs> no, not at all. Nothing to do with money. Romance and the lady. From my point of view, I think you have a couple options. You can go with candies. You can go with flowers. Or you can do something completely spontaneous and do something different. Like watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I'm not sure that's romantic. (laughs) No? What could be spontaneous is putting the kids to bed and watching a movie. Or maybe you do that normally. I guess given the, the time, COVID be difficult to go out to a restaurant if you're uneasy about it. You know what? Spontaneous. Look up online. Where are you going with this recipe? If your wife, if you can cook. You, no, not even. No, that, I guess. I guess my that dad. has nothing to do with it. I, I guarantee, if you went online and pulled a recipe, you started scrolling through recipes and say, "Oh, this looks good with the shrimp. This looks good with some crab meat." I guarantee, if you follow that line for line, it will come out fantastic. So if 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 you are not known as a as one to be in the kitchen cooking, be spontaneous with your significant other, wife, husband, whatever, and cook something. I actually like that idea. I cook think a that's nice a, meal. I think that's probably the best gift you can give to your partner, because to be especially if you if you don't cook, that's a great present. But I will tell you. But it's got to start with breakfast in bed. Breakfast in bed. You skip lunch, and then you make a nice dinner. It's got to be, you know, nice candle in the middle of the table. My wife. Would rather be left frig alone until she wakes up. So I won't even bring breakfast in bed. I'll just entertain the kids so no one bothers her. That That's a win-win for everybody. <laughs> Keep them downstairs, away. I'll drink my coffee, read. 
Win-win for everybody. The, the one morning, my wife and I slept in. It was like, I don't know, 8 o'clock. I see my daughter peeking in at the door. So I poked my head up. She goes, oh, you're awake. I said, yeah, what's the matter? She goes, you're not allowed to come out of the room. You or mommy have to stay here. I said, what the hell are they doing? So all of a sudden, I start smelling stuff. I was like, oh, boy. They made us French toast. Was this last year? Yeah, yeah. French toast and coffee. That's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was great. But yeah, if you're not one that's known to cook, go online, look for a nice recipe. I recommend stir fry. No, don't. Or stir tuna fry. fish. <laughs> tuna. <laughs> Fuck it. You Make a peanut that? butter and jelly sandwich or ham and cheese. Oh my God, could you imagine? <laughs> not that day. The rat dads told us to make tuna fish for you, babe. Yeah. Here, here's your ham and cheese sandwich. If, <laughs> it's it's heart shaped yeah. ham and cheese. Make something a little bit a little bit more inventive. As Al said, go online. You, you need the different color. You need the different color vegetables to get some of that color to get your greens in. Make a nice fresh light salad. Um, uh, the Mediterranean salad that I you know that I I've, I've told you about with the chickpeas, the the red peppers, the red onions, some feta cheese, olive oil, white vinegar, some seasoning. Pick a shrimp is not hard to to cook. You buy them already cleaned. If it makes the sea when it's cooking, you know, when the shrimp curl up and it makes the sea, that means it's cooked. Take them out. There you go. Cooking tips from Sal. Yeah, sure. We're going to make that a bit. What's the Muppet, the Swedish chef? <laughs> Sal versus no Swedish chef. I have no idea who that is. You don't? No. Oh, man. I'll have to show you a bit. I'll show you his skit. It's no. hysterical. You don't, Did you ever watch the Muppets? The kids don't watch the Muppets? I used to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're The guy's about. like, yeah, are yeah. you throwing stuff all over the place? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, for those of you who stuff. can't see us, I was throwing stuff all over the place. Everyone can't see us. Fraggle Rock. Fraggle, Fraggle Rock, Rock, yeah. Fraggle Rock's not the Swedish chef who can't cook for shit. So I, I think that's a good idea. But you get the recipe first, then you go to the store to buy the ingredients. Yes. Just so you know. Yes. Don't don't go to the store first and then look for a recipe. Yeah. Nine out of ten times you're forgetting something. And honestly, you know what I would like to do? Sorry, I totally cut you off. No, I don't it's give all a good. Shit. Crab legs. Like that's a win-win. Me and her. Easy. I know you just Alaskan them in a King. Pot. Alaskan King crab legs. If you got a pressure cooker, yeah, I don't got one of those. You 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 throw a stick of butter in. You throw a bay leaf. And two cups of uh, a wine. Old Bay? Oh. No, not even Old Bay. You don't even need it. Old Bay's after, right? You don't even need it. Let it and let it steam. Oh my God, fantastic! The juice from. So if you don't have a pressure cooker, you just throw it in a pot and let it boil. I've never done it in a. You can also pot. you can also grill them. That I know. Yes, I've never grilled it. But I can't get to my grill because there's two feet of snow. This is and true. It's two feet on top too. Well, you can just grab a shovel and <laughs> yeah, dig my way out. What are you doing? I'm getting to my grill. Oh yeah, it was it was a bear it was a bear shoveling. I, I I shoveled a probably a ten by eight square on my back patio so my dogs can go to the bathroom. Yeah. But I have a snowblower for the front. That ten by eight square just screwed up my back in the worst way. I not only shoveled my driveway, I shoveled my neighbor's driveway, and my snowblower was nice enough not to be able to churn out any like. I would have to take the top off before my snowblower would be able to pick it up. Well, what year was your snowblower manufactured, Rob? Hold on. Do you know? <laughs> Did I tell you this? 1995? <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> His snowblower. Oh, my God. This, this episode is just going to be Rob is a cheap motherfucker. <laughs> That's going to be the name of this episode. Not how to woo your, your wife. Rob is a cheap motherfucker. Well, we already know you don't yeah. buy your wife flowers. You know what? You buy her chocolate on the day after... Valentine's no, no, no. Day because it's 50 to 75% off. 
Honestly, if I could, if I thought I could get away with it, I totally would do that. But you can't. Oh, get honey, away with I'm that. sorry. I left it in the car. No, you have to. You have to get him something, even if it's small. My wife doesn't isn't a big Valentine's Day person. I'm sure. So you think? I'm sure there's plenty of guys who have, you know, wives or girlfriends who are big Valentine's Day people and want like this big thing. But their birthday is probably not ten days afterward. I, I think that comes into play. Not to mention that January, February, March are like in our family. Everybody's born in those three months. And then, so it's uh, except me. So I get I get all the attention on me in the summer. Nice. It's the way it should be. I think if your wife's if, if she's not a big Valentine's Day person, to Sal's point, she's telling you she's not, but you should still do something to you know make her feel wanted, you know make her feel appreciated. No matter if no matter what her role is in the relationship. Um, but it should only, it should not only be on that one day or two days. It shouldn't Ma- be Valentine's Day and Mother's Day and their birthday. It's like three days. It's only a year. three days you pay attention to them. Yeah, really. No, I'm I mean, fucking joking. If you believe that, I'm surprised you're still married. <laughs> so it's a Hallmark holiday. It's, it's a Hallmark ho- holiday, but, but it's nice that you give them something to yeah. make sure that they know that you appreciate them all the hard work that they do. And even if you don't want to get them something for the dads out there, get something from your kids to give to your wife. Because I think it's important that they understand that, you know, that they show their appreciation for their mother. Even if something's small or like quirky or like a little like homemade card or something like that, that really shows how much they love them. Because listen, kids are trying on so many levels and it's great to see that for the kids to show their appreciation for their mom. Yeah, creativeness too. Yeah. I think we have to do the dad lesson. Yes, but you, do you want to talk? I know we touched on the Super Bowl for this weekend. We never said who's going to the Super Bowl. Now, should I ask Sal who's going to the Super Bowl? <laughs> or should I say it? So, Sal, without Googling it, who's going to the Super Bowl? Oh, come on. Really? <laughs> Tampa Bay Lightning and the uh, the Kansas City Cardinals. All right. At least he got to the cities. Yeah, so the old man. Old, and the, uh, yeah. The, Chiefs. Old man versus new regime. Yes, amazing, huh? He's he's done well by them. And and honestly, I don't even know who to root for. I like watching Mahomes play. I think he's a great quarterback. I think they have a phenomenal team. You really want to see Brady win another one. But to be honest, it's not just about Brady's. But, I mean, come on. He's been there one year. Tom Brady's been there one year. And he's taken him to the Super Bowl. That's, that's, That's amazing. He also brought Rob Gronkowski with him, even though he hasn't done anything. But... Listen, Bruce Arians, who's the head coach, is a really good head coach. Uh, Tom Brady is a no-bullshit quarterback. He expects the best out of his players and pretty much tells them. They had a good nucleus. Their previous quarterback, Jameis Winston, who's not the starting quarterback, I think he's a backup in New Orleans now, if I'm not mistaken. He's a backup to the backup? Yeah, he actually is. He's, he's third string. But he could air the ball out, but he couldn't manage a game like Brady can. Yeah, but he sees it. But they weren't like the Patriots where they were pretty much undefeated. But still, it's going to be a good game. Look, I'm betting the over. Are you betting? What? Yeah, okay. So I'm betting the over. I can't decide on who to pick between Kansas City and Tampa Bay. I'm indecisive on who will win, and I'm uninterested in rooting for one team or the other. I'm rooting for my uh, boxes. Me Whatever. too. That, that's all I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for my box too. I so, don't think so understands who, who, said. who do you think is going to take the first reception, Lawrence Taylor or Mark Bavaro? Oh, boy. He's naming all the football players he knows. <laughs> all right, so uh, now that we know who's going to the Super Bowl and we know who you're not rooting for. Who are you rooting for? Uh, the red team. So tonight's uh, dad lesson. 
I know you ain't doing it. I'll do it. That's fine. What? I'll do it. You're going to do the dad lesson? I will do the but, dad lesson. But it's it's like the gray area, Rob. Yeah, it's it's, not, it's, it's not. more than just the gray area. <laughs> when you're in, you're all in, right? Yeah. So when applying Icy Hot, avoid those sensitive places. Do not put Icy Hot on your balls. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't see that underlying parentheses. What you wrote there. <laughs> okay. Or you could say it a different way, but I think I said it in the more politically yes. correct way. Yes. Before we break, get a word from our sponsor. sponsor. All right. So our sponsor is Amster's Prospect Tavern in Waldwick, family owned and operated since 1926. Amster's Prospect Tavern is truly the place where everyone knows your name. Kind of like Cheers. And not just because it's run by our, the owner, Norm. They have a real family and hometown vibe. With excellent pub grub, like we tasted tonight, incredible food, with their mozzarella bites. I told you it was mozzarella bites, Sal. And the cheesesteak egg rolls. Weekly specials offered Thursday through Sunday, like Villa La Saboca, slow-cooked short ribs, filet mignon, lobster tail. And I think last week they had a penne and scallops and shrimp in a vodka sauce, which looked I saw divine. That. Oh, my God. looks fantastic. Just to name a few. They take pride in serving excellent food and making customers feel at home when they're at Amsters. If you're in the Bergen County area, and even if you're not, come visit Amsters. Say hello to Norm. And we are back. This is everybody's favorite part of the episode, and that is the bourbon tasting. Yes, yes it is. Tonight, we are tasting Michter's Small Batch Sour Mash Whiskey. So when I bought this, I didn't realize it was Small Batch because I had a bottle previously. So it's actually called Michter's US 1, which is pretty interesting. So alcohol classification, it is sour mash whiskey. Distillery is Michter's. Proof is 86 proof, 43% alcohol by volume. Age is unknown. Filtration is cold, chilled filtration. Batch size, small batch, limited quantities. Mash bill is unknown. Awards... I did see a bunch of... Hold on, we opened a limited quantity bottle again? Yes. And we're on a roll. No, but you can find... Yeah, yeah you can find Sour Mash. <laughs> luck. So, I didn't find... Any, I, I, I found a lot of accolades, but I didn't find awards. So, if you go to the, the Michters.com website, you'll see, like, Best American Whiskey from Food and Wine. One of the writers, Pete Wells. Michters 10-year-old takes the title... That's the San Francisco Chronicle, another uh, writer. Excellent from Men's Health. Best of the best, Rob Report. Or Best Bourbon, 16 to 20-year-old category, Jim Murray's Whiskey Bible 2020. I've never heard of these. I mean, I've heard of Forbes. I've heard of uh, Food and Wine. But I was looking more for like the San Francisco uh, Spirits. Yeah, they weren't on there, right? No, nothing's on here. So if you want to look at all the accolades that they've gotten, by all means, head over to their website. It's michters.com forward slash accolades. But I couldn't find any awards. So moving on to the color. It's a light amber. Price point, 40 to $50, depending on where you are. So I'll give you a little history on uh, Michters. So it was established in 1753, originally known as Shanks and later Bomberger's. Uh, it changed to Bomberger's in the mid-1800s. The whiskey company was ultimately, which ultimately became known as Michter's, was founded by John Shank, a Swiss Mennonite farmer in Schaeferstown, Pennsylvania. In 1919, they were forced to shut their doors due to prohibition. During, during the 1950s, Lou Foreman, one of the distillery's then-owners, 
created the modern Michter's brand name by combining portions of his son's names, which were Michael and Peter. That's a rad dad there for you. Hence the name Michter. So during the 1970s and 1980s, Michter's original sour mash was their most popular product. 1989, they filed for bankruptcy and shut their doors. In the 1990s, Joseph J. Magliocco and his consultant and mentor, Richard Dick Newman, teamed up and they resurrected Michter's. It's a funny story. When I was 21, I was interviewing for a, a company and I was on the phone with the guy I was interviewing. And uh, I asked what his name was. He said Dick. And me being uh, a naive 21-year-old, I never met anyone named Dick. The abbreviation or the short version of Richard was Dick. Any Richard I knew was either Rick or Rich. They didn't want to be called Dick. No, this guy, he's... He wanted to be known as the Dick. So, so I said, I'm sorry, can you repeat that again? I said, are you saying Vic? He goes, no, Dick. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> so... I had a hard time calling this guy by his first name. I, I wound up working for them for, for 12 years. Hello, Mr. Dick. Moving on. Nose and aroma, oak, vanilla, and I get a little bit of burnt sugar. That's one schnoz right there. They leave my schnoz alone. Uh, tasting notes. We always taste our bourbons neat. I get the oak and the vanilla in the, uh, in, the, in the bourbon. What do you get, Rob? I just flooded my sinuses. Thank you. Oh. I know you saw that. Is that would you think it's a neti pot? Definitely the oak. The wood. The Dry glass. glass. Yeah. And it's coming, it's coming even more now, the longer it's been sitting out. I don't get the burnt sugar. I don't get uh, the vanilla, but definitely the oak. So moving on to the finish, uh, I get the smooth finish, almost like a rye finish. It is a little bit on the sweet side. You know, the aftertaste is a little sweet. But all in all, overall, easy sipper, not complex. This is definitely going to go on my shelf. You can give your, uh, you want to give your rating or you want me to give the rating? Go ahead, give your rating. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Wow. Yes, I like, I, I like this bottle. My philosophy is I'll buy one. If it's not good, like the Diggle, they'll stay there and do some tricks. <laughs> but I'm not buying a second one. Or even if like I'm, I'm on the fence about it, I won't buy another one. This one is my second bottle. I, I definitely like it, but I wasn't going with the 7.5. That, that's kind of high. I think the price is amazing. I think we said the price point's around $40, $50. For all their bottles. For all their yeah. bottles, which I haven't had all their bottles. I know Sal has, so we may do a run at, at Makers. I know the Sour Mash is delicious. I want to try the other ones. I haven't tried the other ones. I haven't tried their American whiskey yet. So maybe something I pick up for, for a future episode. Um, I think the price is outstanding. I think the aroma is a little lacking for mine, but I also think the taste is, is incredible. So with that thought, I am going to give it a 6-0. 6-0. Yes. Well, I believe that concludes our episode for this evening. Once again, we'd like to thank Amsters Prospect Tavern for supplying the food. You guys are in Bergen County. Head over to Amsters. Sit in their dining room for some delicious food. And don't forget to romance the lady. Thank you very much for listening. Be sure to tune in to our next episode. If you like what you heard, share with someone you like or maybe dislike. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, iTunes, Podbeam, Google Cast, Pandora, YouTube, your sister's ass, and Spotify. Be sure to smash that subscribe and follow button too. If you have any questions or comments or want to give us some feedback, you can hit us up at the Rad Dad Show at gmail.com.